welcome to episode 115 or 115, <laughs> Beyond the Weight with Hanny and Sandy. <laughs> so nice of you to join us again. And it's 115. It's a lot. <laughs> it's so many, in fact, that someone was saying just uh, just the other day, someone mentioned something about our podcast and then someone else was like, oh, yeah, you really should listen. It's so great. And then someone else was like, and there are so many episodes. So if you have a lot of time, that's OK. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> I think that's supposed to be a good thing, but it doesn't sound like it is. <laughs> but but have you like. I mean, often, anytime when you, somebody recommends a podcast, but there are times you go in and they have like 400 episodes, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, am I going to go back to number one? Probably I mean, it's not, but yeah. But so sometimes I'll be like, well, is this something that I really want to hear every single thing about? Then yes, maybe I'll go back to number one. And maybe it's just me, but is there an easier way to do that? Because, or do you just have to keep scrolling back? You just have to keep scrolling back. There's, uh, there's gotta be an easier, you would think there would be an easier way, but I don't think there is. Well, if anybody knows, please send us a DM, let us know. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now there is one, there is one podcast that I listen to that I'm currently on. Like, I think I'm on a hundred episode 106 and there are like almost 200 episodes. So I'm, I'm just over the halfway mark, but honestly, it's like scroll, 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 scroll. I know. Well, why, if you go to listen to one, wouldn't the next one just come up? I don't, I don't know. Well, you're supposed I to know, because Annie. I, th <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I think it's, can you find out for me and let me know? I'll try. I'll try. I think it's because the most current episode comes up as yeah. the next one, right? But yeah. But I feel like if you people... subscribe to it, then you should be able to look at the first one. But you know, anyways, I, like I mean, I agree. Know, obviously, we have nothing valuable really <laughs> happening that we have to like, you know. Uh Okay, no, no, but here's here's another just, it's on the same sort of vein, in the yeah. same vein of, of this issue. So I'm on Libby, right, my library book app yeah. so that I can read and listen to books. And so I open up Libby and then it says that there's a skip the line copy yeah. of a book that I've had on hold for like, and the book, I put the book on hold on April 2nd. And it's now the end of June. Well, by the time this podcast comes up, it's the beginning of July and this book is still on hold. And so it comes up and it says, quick, skip the line. And I'm like, oh, great. And so the problem with the skip the line copies, as we've talked about before, is that you only get them for seven days. Yes. So I really have to consider uh -huh. how many days do I have on my current hole or on my current borrows? Yeah. And do I have time to sneak this book in into the middle? And I'm looking at the you know, like I'm looking at what I've got on my Libby and I'm thinking, yes, I can do that. I can slip this in for a week and then still do the other things, like still read the stuff that's that's currently um, on borrow for me and so I click like borrow and then it comes up and it says there are no 
like copies of this book available. And I'm like, but you, like, I didn't ask. You said to me, meaning like the app, Libby, you said to me, this book is available for a quick, like, or for a skip the line. And I clicked, yes, I want it. And now you're telling me it's not available anymore. And so it's, it's like, so then you have to like click to go back. So I click to go back. It comes back to my home screen. And what comes up on my home screen? That same book. And it says here, quick, skip what? the line. And so I click on it again, borrow. And the same error message comes up yeah. and says there are no copies available. Anyway, now I'm back on my home screen and that book is no longer showing up as an option. So <laughs> I guess I guess I didn't accept it soon enough and someone yeah. else maybe accepted it right before I got it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, it's been on hold for three months. And it's still on hold. <laughs> well, yeah. And so for me, I end up having, it's it's like feast or famine sometimes. You have nothing, Always. nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden you have all these books and it's like, then you start like reading one, but then something else comes up that you really wanted to read and you've been really waiting for. And then what mm -hmm. do I do? So then I try and stretch them like, cause you, you can adjust them, right? So then they'll come up again, mm -hmm. but later, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. But still, <laughs> I mean, these are very silly things to be complaining about, but 100%. I think, but you know what, for me is like, when reading is kind of a big part of my life, it feels like a major thing to complain about, even though I recognize in the grand scheme of things, it's silly. And you, and how many books do you have on the go at this point right now? You mean like how many books am I currently reading like uh, all at the same time? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Or listening to. Reading or listening to. Three. Okay. Three. I'm thinking for and most people, most people that's two more than they are at this point. <laughs> yeah. I, so I typically have an audiobook and a print book going at the same time. Like I usually have a book that I'm reading hard copy and a book that I'm listening to happening at the same time. Sometimes like right now I've got a third book on the go too, but that doesn't always happen. Okay. I mean, right now I have two books. I'm listening to one, but I'm also See? reading one. Yeah. See? So you're, you're no different See? than me. See? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Could I just tell you that what last week, so la Phil asked for ribs for Father's Day. So okay. this is fine. So, you know, I mean, I go and get the ribs and I, I'm organizing myself and I'd messaged with you saying, I'm feeling like, you know, cause I leave things too long sometimes. And then I feel really stressed and I had gone to the mall and then I had made this the spice like the rub combination already but mm -hmm. I, I wanted to make barbecue sauce I didn't want to buy it and and so I'm like googling all these recipes and recipes recipes and I find a recipe and then it calls for Worcestershire which is a big mouthful for me to say Worcestershire isn't sauce. it Worcester no I don't it says isn't it got a shire in there Okay, yeah. So if you if you pronounce all of the like all of the civil syllables, it looks like Worcestershire. But I think you just say Worcestershire. What? What are you talking about? 
I'm pretty sure. Okay, so okay, someone, someone needs to. Your dad has told you that. Probably, someone needs to correct us so that neither, so that both of us can stop sounding so dumb. Someone, please help us with the pronunciation of this beautiful sauce. Chestershire, but you know, I mean, what do you Chestershire sauce? Oh, my gravy. It's actually the name of, like, a town. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. you might be right. Oh, that's I mean, I don't want to say I'm always right because I'm not always right, but I am often right First, about things. Worcestershire. That's what you think it is? Sure. Instead of Shire. I'm saying Shire. Okay. Anyways, regardless. I, I couldn't find any. Okay. I yes, went to that's the whole story is you couldn't find it and you needed it. Five grocery stores. Five, gro- like that is ridiculous to find this little bottle of English so- sauce, okay? Why okay. is it so important for me or for, for I mean, a lot of us that mm-hmm. it had to be a sugar-free barbecue sauce, but I was putting them on a rack of ribs. I needed to have sugar-free barbecue sauce. Right. But I was putting them on a rack of baby back ribs. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like it's like, you know, when you go through the drive-through and you're like, I'd like a Big Mac uh, combo, super size Diet Coke. Make sure it's Diet Coke. Because if it was regular Coke, it would throw everything off. You wouldn't want it because I don't want to use the cow. But I'm fine. Supersize everything else for me. (laughs) It was super important for me to find a sugar-free barbecue sauce because I'm like, there's so much sugar in there. Meanwhile, then I looked up how many points were in a rack of ribs because I did eat a rack myself. Yeah. They were on the barbecue at 200 degrees for four hours with the rub that I put on and they would fell off the bone, but the barbecue sauce was so good. eh? so good. The, so I've barbecue sauce is one of those things that I've often thought to myself, like I should make my own for that exact reason, because often like the barbecue sauces that you would purchase in a store are full of sugar. And so I I have often thought I need to just make this myself because I need the flavor, but I don't need all of the sugar and all the calories that come along with it. But the only recipes that I've come across now, this hasn't been like a huge you know, deep dive into barbecue sauce recipe kind of situation. (laughs) You know, this has been kind of a surface level grazing, you know, but uh, this, the recipes that I've come up with or that I've seen for barbecue sauce always have some sort of strange ingredient, like, like some sort of like hickory smoke or like like different things like that and I'm like I don't even know where to find something like that let alone how to use it and is it the kind of thing that I'm gonna have to buy a ton of and I'm only gonna need a teaspoon or like what what's the deal here and so barbecue sauce is actually something that I've never made okay I understand exactly what you're saying because when I started so I've made barbecue sauce once a few months ago but then okay. I didn't, I couldn't find the recipe. Like 
I didn't know what where the recipe was. I had just Googled something. So then I was like Googling, but then I got lost like over an hour looking at one of the hundreds of recipes out there. And right. Henny, because I thought oh, I'm going to go to Skinny Taste, right? Check that out. I had um, Yum and Yummer, but some like Skinny Taste, it asked for liquid smoke. So liquid smoke is something yes. you put in a smoker. You can order it from Amazon, I, any barbecue store, like you would be able to find that stuff. But I, 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 if I can't find that W sauce, how am I going to find liquid smoke here? And what am I going to do with it? At least the W sauce I use in when I make uh, meatballs sometimes or meatloaf, uh, shepherd's pie. Yeah, I, yep, yep. I use the W sauce. I'm just going to call it the W sauce now. I, I'm, I'm giggling away over here at the W sauce, but I think yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. I think that's exactly, I think that's exactly where we need to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> but I did find one that was, um, that didn't call for it. And, and it is so easy. Oh, that leads me to the other thing. I just opened it so I could share this with you. Yes. The recipe called for 250 mils of tomato I'm going to say this wrong too, but it looks like passata. That is correct. You got it. I don't know what passata is. I was like, what is passata? It's, it's pretty much crushed tomatoes. <laughs> it is and strained. The difference, so because then I Googled. However, okay. when I opened my cupboard, guess what my label says? Passata. Passata. Down <laughs> a jar. It's the difference between that and just buying like a can of pasta sauce, like pasta sauce, is that pasta sauce often has um, onion or and or celery seasoning in it. But yes, that is what it is. I did not know that. I was educated. It was a term I've never seen before. Anyway, because yeah. <laughs> that stressed me out. Like, what is that? Come on. <laughs> anyway... But then it just had like apple cider vinegar, W sauce, onion powder, garlic powder, smoked paprika, um, monk fruit, the brown sugar one. Yeah. Yep. A pinch of ground cloves and a pinch of cayenne if you wanted it. Put everything in a pot, bring it to a boil, and then let it simmer for five minutes. And Bob's your uncle. And it is so good. The smoked paprika. Oh. Mmm. That it was that easy and that good. I made a double because I didn't know how much I'd need, but uh, I just froze it in smaller, like little things to take out and use. Yeah. yeah. Now, can I also tell you about this app? Do it. Friday, I'm at a workshop. Someone, we're talking about recipes. Someone was sharing what they, how they, you know, have been changing things up. And, and then someone says, oh, have you heard, like, I just put it in copy me that. And we're like, I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's a digital thing. So if you like Google a recipe, then you can just put it into this app and it keeps them all there. And I'm like, as she's speaking, I'm like downloading the app because that's what happens. And then I'm trying to look in my history to see which mm. one did I decide on? Because even when I find a recipe that I like, then I decide that I'm going to go and continue looking and then I can't find what that recipe was or it's something like barbecue sauce that I don't make frequently. So now I have downloaded two recipes in here. This is genius. Copy me that is the name of it. The way that it works, so if I'm on Google, for example, on my phone or Safari or whatever, and I'm, and I'm looking for 
a recipe and then I find the recipe and I have the recipe open in my re in my web browser, how do yep. I get it into the app? Yeah, so that, here's the way I did it. Oh, okay. Because I was Googling and I'm sure that you can do it that, because that's what I did first and I was trying to copy it. But when you open up the app, you actually has, it says on the bottom browser and so you hit that and then you just put the name in or search. Okay. And it came up. So one of them, I had a kale, because there's a, sal a dressing for a kale salad that I like. And all I did was put like easy kale salad and a bunch of recipes came up already. And it, one of them was okay. the one that I use. And so okay. then I just like, you hit this little thing and then it just goes, copy me that. It's right there. And so, so, so it has its own search function. Like it has its Correct. own web browser inside the app. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it says browser and then you just hit that and then, but there is another thing that says copy me that. So that I'm sure is how you would do it the way that you've just asked right. about. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then once you're in the app, mm -hmm. how, how are the recipes show like how are the recipes shown to you here's what i'm here's what i really want to know actually because yeah here's what annoys me sometimes about reading a recipe off of a website is that often you have to like scroll a long way before you get to it because there's all this other stuff and then you keep scrolling and there's an ad and then you keep scrolling and there's a no. picture Mm -mm. comes right up with the picture of the um, of the recipe and then says servings had the servings in there that you can change if you want to so right okay. now it's set so I just opened the kale one it's set for four and then it, it beautifully like it's super easy to read there's yeah, none of those yeah. ads whatever it's beautiful because it's really, t it's not actually saving a link to the website. Right. It's taking the information from the website and then printing it neatly for you. And then, yes. And then across the top, you can actually, if you just wanted to go, okay, I just want the ingredients. You just hit, it says ingredient. And then it just scrolls right down to ingredient steps. Whoop, blink. There's all the steps options so then it has an options thing add to my meal plan add to a shopping list edit the recipe if you wanted to change something in and then keep it organize with tags you can delete share email to someone else i need that it's... in my life i am 100 percent certain that i have heard of this app before because even when you when you sent it to me that first time and I saw that it was called copy me that I thought I know this like I've heard of this before and I'm sure that someone at a WW workshop has mentioned it before but but this is what happens when you're not in a place where you're ready for something like that you yeah. hear it and it's in one ear and out the other right yeah. and so I'm sure whenever I heard it I thought okay well I'm not in a I'm not in a point of, in my life right now where I'm, you know, looking online for website or for recipes anyway, like whatever. Yeah. But I think I might now yeah. be at that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, because you have a lot of um, actual physical cookbooks. I do have a lot of physical cookbooks that I use regularly. Yeah, and I have a few, but um, I do even the, like 
even ones where I might already have like it in the book, I do like to see it. Like I can put the iPad up and it's much easier for me to work from that than the book. And then it has to be open and then the page is flipping and, okay. and you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thi- I have quite a few physical cookbooks and I like to work from a physical cookbook, but I would say that I make just as many things from a recipe online than I do from a from an actual cookbook. So, something yeah. like this would be beneficial to me. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, I mean, just for me, it's like sometimes I'll be out and I'll be like, oh, I was going to make this. And then I'm trying to remember what was in the recipe. And then I'm trying to, yeah. like, you know, look online for it and whatever. And now it was anyway. Uh, I was just pleased as punch to find no that. kidding. Another reason that you should go to a WW workshop. You never know what you may pick up. You never know. You always hear something. You do. Okay, Henny, do you know how old the average apple is that you buy in a grocery store? Would it, would it surprise you to know it can be anywhere between 9 and 14 months old? Yes, that would surprise me. Yeah. So we've spoke about this before with, um, uh, with you know, especially uh, fruits or veg that are out of season, like tomatoes, for instance. So mm-hmm. tomatoes are... are are picked when they're green and then they're brought into big warehouses where there's a gas that's released and that ripens Mm -hmm. them, which is why they have no flavor, but they look beautiful. Mm -hmm, Same thing happens to strawberries, right? Yeah. Um, But the same thing happens with apples. So they are able to like slow the process down by keeping them in big warehouses. So unless you have gone to like it's apple season wherever you live and that there are Mm -hmm. apple trees um yeah shocking and i think about you know being when i'm in canada buying uh, most of my apples were bought from costco but in a year it's amazing that is amazing a year feels like a long time for a piece of produce you know yeah yeah and especially thinking hmm how much like the nutritional information, like the nutritional value, does like mm-hmm. is it is diminishing the the as soon as you take it from its like its source, right, mm-hmm. from where it's being grown? Because now, mm-hmm. very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, what was I supposed to buy last week to try to help things move along? Magnesium, and I did. I bought and? I bought it and then I came home and I was like, hmm, I wonder what the daily recommended dosage is. Yeah. And I'm like, why does it say like women three to three twenty and this is a five hundred <laughs> milligram pill? <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh dear, what's gonna happen? <laughs> so then I started like reading about what might happen and I was like, Well, I don't need that to happen. Like the last thing I want is for my my belly to be like doing oh my goodness, Graham had a friend when when he was little. And it could, whenever he had an upset stomach, he called it the, uh, oh my goodness, it's something cha-cha. <laughs> Which is what his parents had told him. Oh my goodness, he was so he was such a cute little kid. Little, oh God. You don't need your stomach doing the cha-cha? No, I don't. No. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I actually was taking, I took half. I've only taken it for three days. Mm-hmm. Would I say anything's happened? No. No. But then, okay. as, as happens... I'm listening to this podcast by that Dr. Mark Harmon, I think his name is. Yeah. And he's, they start talking about 
taking magnesium and he always tells all of his patients that they should be starting to take a magnesium supplement because even though you can get it from a lot of food is that we have basically taken all of the nutrients out of the soils mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where most of the foods we're buying that are coming unless you've gone organic or you're growing them in your own but uh, the commercial um, farmland is just overused and uh, mm-hmm. and so as a result you're not they're not as um, the food is doesn't have as many of the nutrients that it should or that it did at one point anyway I will, I, so we'll take it for the rest of the week and we'll see, but it's supposed to give you more energy. Like there's actually quite a few things that, uh, will help with. So anyway, okay. we'll, we'll see if I, if I, there's any notable difference. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to, you'll have to keep a surprise of the situation. <laughs> and one more thing, and then I'll let you to actually do some talking. Okay. Have you ever heard of nocturnal related eating disorder? No, I've never heard about that, but that feels like something <laughs> that I have, may have experienced in my life. <laughs> so a nocturnal related yes. eating disorder. So, I mean, it's an eating disorder related to nighttime. Yes. But, but what, tell me more about this. What, what exactly it, is this? It is actually an eating disorder where people get up in the middle of the night and are not awake and go and fully eat meals and don't know until they wake up in the morning and they've either got crumbs in their bed, they go down to the kitchen, they have no idea. So I was watching um, anyway, some British show and, and this woman, they, they put a camera in, in her house. Okay. And sure enough, like for the first night, nothing, the second night, nothing, the third night, she got up, went down, opened it up, like fully leftovers from dinner, heated them up in the microwave, stood there eating them, actually brought the plate up, t- sat on her bed, eating, 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 crawled back into her bed, went to sleep, when she, and then got up, and then they showed her, and it was shocking. Like, she already knew that that was happening, but to actually be able to see herself see doing it, it. Yeah. And, and have someone tell her that this is actually a thing like you are not the only person that this happens to because mm-hmm. she'd been working so hard to lose weight mm-hmm. and then you know this is happening in the middle of the night and she's not even enjoying it like she's everything that she's yeah. doing during the yeah. day it's been fascinating so I thought I need well to and that's very different from waking up in the middle of the night and like eating a bowl of cereal right like like this is a different story that's a completely different situation it is very different from waking up and you hear the piece of cake in the fridge that's afraid Calling of the dark it's afraid of the dark <laughs> and so it wants you to open up the door so the light will come on the very yeah. different yeah so okay so so one time, so I've had a couple of instances in my life where I've done like weird sleepwalking kinds of things. And it's not something that I believe that I do typically, but but there are a couple of distinct times in my life when I have done like something. And, and I remember the first time it ever happened 
I don't know. I was like 10 or 11 years old. Like it was the first time it ever happened. I was like that, that I know of, I was a kid and, and my parents tell me, like, I only know the story because they told me what happened that I like came out of my bedroom and went into the kitchen and took my pajamas off and folded them up and put them on the counter. And they were like, what are you doing? And I told them that I was hot. And then I went back to bed. And like, sure enough, the next morning, my pajamas were folded on the counter. Like, so like, they didn't make it up. Like it did happen. Right. But I have no recollection of that happening. That was when I was a kid. So I've had a couple of other instances like that as an adult, but the one that I, that you made me think of, like thinking about this woman with, you know, having her leftovers as a second meal, a few years ago, I woke, like I got up in the morning, one morning to get ready to go to school. And I had set my mug for tea out on the counter, like ready to go. And in the tea mug was a bunch of like diced apple bits. I remember you telling me this. (laughs) Right? And so at some point in the middle of the night, I'd like chopped up an apple for myself and had a little snack, put some in the tea mug for later. I don't know what I thought I was doing. (gasps) And like, and that was a few years ago, but like, that's, that's weird. I know. But I, that's not, that's not, obviously that's not this, that's not this no. uh, nocturnal eating disorder. It's just a little bit of like weird sleepwalking behavior, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's spooky. Very. Very. Like the, yeah, just, <laughs> just the idea of like doing things in your sleep that you're unaware of. And like that poor woman, like, I know. One of the re- like one of the reasons we eat is because it's so pleasurable, and then yeah. just to like miss out on that whole part of it, you know. <laughs> she, and she had she had tried like taping the fridge, like all of these different things. This is like the Robert Munch book with the dad who like goes <laughs> like ends up in all the different places, so they tie they tie him to the bed. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. Wow. Yeah. What a what an odd thing to to have to deal with in your life, you know? I know. I know. Whew. Okay, Sandy, I wanna circle back to you and making your own barbecue sauce. <laughs> okay. Are there other sauces or things like that that you have had success making your own like salad dressing yes okay but but like what about like other sauces like I don't know like Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like ketchup or hollandaise or yeah like I don't know what other sauces there are yeah I have made hollandaise I think once uh and it was okay but it's something that I would go back and do again um what else make like pasta sauce like a like a tomato oh, yeah. base yeah. kind of sauce it's it's nice mm-hmm. um ketchup is on my list as well as pizza sauce those pizza sauce will be the next thing that i do um okay. uh, and um but what else what else do i have in the freezer oh my hummus but um it's oh, not yeah. a sauce that's not a sauce mm-hmm. but it's Gravy. 
there's a gravy. So one of um, it's uh, Megan Telpner's gravy recipe, and it's called Ungravy. Actually, is what it's called. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and so I I'd like to make that, and then I, I do have I do freeze. I make because we can't use a whole batch, and then I'll will freeze it um, in little bits. But it's quite nice. It's got a it's a funky flavor to it. Like it's not like oh. a it's, okay so. Funky cool. is one of those words that, like, it could, like, if someone has funky glasses, they're cool. But if it has yeah. a funky flavor, it sounds like, like, it's a little bit bad. Yeah, well, it's no, because what's the other word that you want to use for this? It's not, um, <laughs> it's not funky. Maybe it is funky. <laughs> it, it's almost, it almost is kind of sweet or something. It's. Okay. Yeah, just the, um, and it's got like soy sauce and, and it's because it's, it's dairy free, it's um, vegan, mm. it's gluten free, mm. you know, which often when you put all of those things together off is also often tasteless. Right. <laughs> when you mix all of those. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but this isn't tasteless. No, no, and it. I, I the first time I made it, it was to make it with um, shepherd's pie, which was a, a a vegetarian shepherd's pie. So I was like, "What is?" I go, "I know," but people had been commenting on it, saying like, "My, you know, I I gave it to my dad, and he just couldn't stop eating it." Like, but it is quite good. So yeah, that's that's huh. something. It's that a lot of things. things that I want to do that I just haven't. And so part of it, part of it is, is that once I see that I bought some stuff, like the W sauce, I end up buying two bottles of because I, I had a hard time finding it once and I better buy another extra mm -hmm. bottle of it, right? And, and it's got a long shelf life. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And ketchup is the other thing. We don't use it very often. Right. But I need to, like, you know, make a quarter of the recipe, I think. Because yeah. otherwise I get too much and we don't use it frequently and then it's just sitting in the freezer. Yeah. But what about you? Yeah, I was, well, that's why I asked you because you're, I mean, you're more adventurous in the kitchen than I am to begin with. So I assume that you had a better story than I did. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think like pasta sauce. Yes. Enchilada sauce. Yeah. I'm sure that's no surprise to anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, I have made like um, a green enchilada sauce. I have I have purchased that before, but I've also made my own using tomatillos. Yeah. Um, I've but I've never made a barbecue sauce or a ketchup. Mm -hmm. I have made. You know what I have made very successfully and it's delicious is my own cranberry sauce. Oh yeah. Pretty much just using frozen cranberries and a couple of diced pears. Mm-hmm. And you just saute them down, saute, saute, saute until it's as thick as you want. And yeah. um, I know I've seen recipes where you add sugar. I never did. I just left it the way that it is, so it's super tart. I've seen recipes also where you add some orange juice, but I didn't okay. do that just because, just because I didn't have any. So I just mm -hmm. left it out. But um, yeah, so that's a sauce maybe that I've made. Yeah, which is very good. I like I like cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's one of I as a kid I never had it like because the only cranberry sauce well we only we only would I only would have ever seen cranberry sauce 
in at a can. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter, and it would have come from a can. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember as a kid just being like a little grossed out by it. And so wow. I don't even know. I don't even know as I ever even tried it. Like I think I just said that I didn't like it, but I don't know as I'd ever even tasted it before. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If you've ever opened a can of uh, dog food, like I remember, <laughs> I remember when, like as a kid having uh, we had a German Shepherd, and it would be like a big can, and we had to use like the the special can opener to open it that we didn't <laughs> want to the other food, and then you had like a spoon, but it was this like like uh, I can smell it. <laughs> well, and it has that sound too when you reach. Yeah, the spoon. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to tell you, so those are sauces, but I have to tell you about this recipe that I made recently that was so delicious. And I mean, it just was, I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. You know how, you know how like when you're shopping and you see things in a store, like let's say you're clothes shopping and you see things in a store and you see like something hanging on a hanger or like folded up on a shelf and you think, oh, like that's so lovely. It's so beautiful. And then you put it on a body and you're like, this was not actually meant to be worn. This was meant to be looked at. <laughs> Recipes are sometimes like that too. Like the recipe just looks so perfect, but then you like the ingredients are exactly what you want and even sometimes the picture looks great but then you read like what you're actually supposed to do and you're like mm, is that gonna work <laughs> you know <laughs> and so that's, that's how this recipe was so it was a recipe for two ingredient dough enchilada casserole and and it was a pound dropper recipe so I got it from her website and it had all of the things that tick the box for me. So you know it had the black beans. You know it had some corn. Mm -hmm. You know that it was a casserole. So it was a one-pot meal. Like all, everything is all in one big dish. Uh, it had chili powder and cumin. So like it had it had all the things that you know I love and and you know would would just. Um, absolutely be all the way in for but then I was like reading and so I'd already decided I was going to do it because the picture looked good the ingredients looked good I took a screenshot of it and I got the ingredients and I was ready to go and then I start following the instructions and I'm like is this actually going to work because the first thing you had to do was you had to make the dough so you make the two ingredient dough, no problem. Then you have to roll the dough into 16 little tiny balls. So imagine you've got 16, like not even Timbit size balls, like teeny tiny little, like marble size balls of dough. And then you have to put those to the side. Then it's with some ground turkey. So you cook up the ground turkey, you put in some spices, then you take that off the stove. Then you put everything else in a big bowl, the corn, the beans, you add the turkey, you add the spices, you add more spices, like all, you put some uh, enchilada sauce in there, you mix it all up. And then it says that you mix, like you pour the little balls of dough and you mix them into everything else. Okay. 
And I'm like, so you mix the dough balls like in with the rest. And like, I'm telling you, Sandy, I read the recipe like three (laughs) times just to make sure that I wasn't screwing it up because in my head and even from the way that the picture looked, like I assumed that it would be more like one of those there's a name for it, I can't remember, but one of those baked dishes where the the meat mixture is at the bottom and the bread is on the top. Yeah, like a chicken pot pie. Yeah, sort of like a pot pie where I thought yeah. like, oh, you're going to put the dough balls on yeah. the top and it's going to make like a little crust of bread. Like in my head, that made sense. But that wasn't what the recipe said. The recipe said mix the dough balls in. And so I was like, okay, here goes nothing. So I start mixing the dough balls in and then you pour it into a casserole dish. You bake it. So delicious. I can't even tell you. So, so delicious. And like, and it's, it's a little bit of everything. And then you get a little bite of dough every once in a while too, because it's all mixed in. But is the dough cooked? Is it like, um, we did a recipe recently, no, not recently, but in the last few months where it had dumplings and you had the two ingredients and we pushed them on the top and then they, is it kind of like that? It's a little bit like that. Yeah. 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 Cause then those, but the, those popped to the top cause there was a lot of liquid right in that. Correct. Yeah. Cause it was a soup. It was, it, it was, yeah, a, it was soup. a soup with dumplings. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're, but it is kind of like that because the dough, it does, it gets baked through cause it's not uh-huh. raw dough by the time you bake it through cause uh-huh. you bake it for like 35 minutes. Right. But it is like still a little bit mucky because it's in with everything else. Anyway, I'm telling you, delicious like it is it is a recipe that I will be repeating and it, is it going it, is it going into your email this week Ooh, I think I I think I put it in already you did I'll have to, I think so I'll have to double check if I didn't I'll put it in this week okay because it was it was so easy and really so delicious okay that sounds yeah I can understand why you were like, this is not right. I just was, yeah, like it just didn't sound right. You you know? Yeah. It just didn't sound like it was the right thing to do. But it was. But. And, <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> Very good. Interesting. I was thinking about it particularly because a couple of weeks ago we talked about at the WW workshops, we talked about trying something new to like keep keep the food mm. that like keep your interest with the food that you're eating, and and so I thought this is a perfect example of taking all the ingredients that I know I already like and that I'm more than content to have regularly because they're all my favorite ingredients, but putting them together in a, in a different way. And it was a different way. Like it was a completely different meal, even though it was kind of the same mixture of ingredients and spices that I really like. Mm -hmm. So it was a good example of that, but I'm curious too about your ribs because I know when my dad makes ribs. He cooks the ribs in the pressure cooker mm-hmm. and then he barbecues them to grill them. But the barbecue is really just to grill and sauce 
and mm-hmm. not actually to cook like the cooking has already been finished because that was done in the pressure cooker and that's like the that's his tried and true method for making the meat like fall off the bone but but i think your method of just like slow roasting over the barbecue yeah now i have done um in the instapot oh and how did that work I have done it like that. And then you have to like put them into the oven and brown them and with a sauce or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but then, and it, and I never ate them, but it's to me when they come out of the, the Instapot, they look, it's like brown, like, you know, that color of meat that's got, correct. you know, it's, that is it's yucky. Exactly. It's yucky. Yeah, that is exactly stewed, It's like stewed. It's like stewed correct. meat. That is exactly what it looks like. So then, but when you then, sauce it and grill it, then yeah. it doesn't. Like when you sauce right. it and grill it, it looks beautiful again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, but it does. It does have an ugly duckling stage. <laughs> totally. And so, yeah, it was an. It's enough to like you think. Oh, I don't even want these. Um, when you see it like that, but yeah. um, <laughs> someone when I since living here had been had talked about doing like oh I've done ribs and I, and I said oh how do you do and she goes well I use a dry rub well I had never used dry rub before in anything and so I was like oh well what do you put in it and then and then said I just I wrap them in foil and then they're in the oven for like four hours and then at the very last few minutes you can just like put the sauce on them and whatever and I was like really and so I went and I bought the ribs and um and these are frozen ribs that come from the u.s that this one brand sells here so they've already been cleaned they're all beautiful you can do just one rack if you want or you can do both out of the box and so i tried it so i thought okay i'll give this a try and it was and they were so bloody good that yeah so i hadn't made them in like a long time but i was doing them in the oven we the last two times we have done it on the barbecue and they just go on the top rack. They're still wrapped in foil. They have the dry rub on them. Mm-hmm. This time, I think we did three and a half hours. I think I would do maybe like three hours instead of the three and a half. Oh, okay, okay. sauce on because I, I said to fill it. I feel like at the ends that it wasn't like it wasn't dry but it was drier mm. than we've had in previous times so right 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 right. right. but he couldn't even take them off the thing like the bo- like they were just falling right off the bone beautiful oh my gosh and then you, when you eat something like that you realize you know what like this is a hundred percent to me worth like whatever points it is it doesn't yeah. matter life yeah. can't just be about points no. you know like, yeah i heard someone the other day in the workshop and they'd had a couple of days where they, oh, I think it was their birthday week. And so they're saying, Oh, so on this day there was this, and it, and it, it wasn't planned or whatever. And I'm like, well, actually it kind of sounds like it was planned because you had a planned date to go and see this person. And then you had a <laughs> plan to do whatever. So it actually was planned. Yeah. And I think that just changing the way that you are perceiving an event changes things and the way that you feel about what you've eaten, what you're going to eat, how much you enjoy it, the mm-hmm. having no regrets. But another person had said, you know, well, I'm just going, you know, I'm just going to start over. And I was like, but it's not really, there is, there's no starting over. It's just mm-hmm. a continuation. Yeah. 
right? I mean, and you can continue in the same way or you can continue differently, but you're just continuing on. Yeah. yeah. Because to me, when you start over, it means that you have to forget about every single thing you've done before. And you can't, how can you do that? I mean, once you've mm -hmm. done something, you always know. So mm -hmm. it's just, and then it's like, it's a failure. Well, I've, you know, I've got to start all over yeah. again because that was just a total mess. Yeah. Which, which sometimes it is, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that shift in thinking maybe comes with time too. Yeah. Because, yeah. because I definitely, like, I'm just thinking about, like the last time that I joined WW, I definitely felt like, okay, this, this is, this is a new, like, this is a new thing that I'm starting over. Like I'm starting this, you know? And, yeah. but it's like you said, like, it's not, you're never truly starting over because you're not starting from square one. I mean, whatever, what, whatever place you are at when you, uh, make a decision to say yes to something or say no to something or sign up for something or don't go to something or yes, go to something or whatever, like whatever, whatever place you're at when you make that decision, you got to that place somehow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, and I even think like the last time that I joined WW, like I came to that moment, to that day with a lot of knowledge about, food and nutrition and some that was right and some that was wrong mm -hmm. and but like but you come with all of that whether it's I mean I was gonna say you come with all that baggage but some some of it's not even baggage right like no. like I I never realized how much I understood about nutrition as a as a kid until talking to you and having conversations about what you understood as a kid and what I understood as a kid yeah. and I realized like wow like I really was well educated when it came to what we knew at the time mm -hmm. you know um, yeah. and I never I never realized that right so so I do think like we come to whatever situation we're in with all of our past experiences, whether, whether we want them there or not, they're yes. there, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> true. It's true. And, 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 and I guess the other thing is that just because we have those doesn't necessarily mean that we still need to carry them around with us or like we need to mm. believe that they're true when, yeah. you know, things have, have evolved and changed and the way that, that, you know, what we knew at one point in time to be the most current information is not necessarily the same as what we know today. Correct. Correct. And so yeah. at some point you can leave that behind. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you have to make the conscious choice to do that. Like you have to make a conscious decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like my mother is telling me that she, oh, I need to exercise to lose weight. And I, and I said, mom, that might be what you had done 25 or 30 years ago. But at this point in your life, you know, any type of weight management is going to happen in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And the reason that you want to do what you call exercise or just being active is really just for your mobility and to keep your body feeling good and moving. Moving, you know, there's, there's no, there's no way 
that and where she is right now that exercise alone is going to remove any weight you know Mm -hmm. but it's hard to tell someone that that is what they've always done that that isn't going to necessarily work for them at this point yeah yeah well because a lot of a lot of that messaging has been with us for so long, right? Whether it's been coming from other places or whether it's just something we've been telling ourselves. Yeah. And, but sometimes it's because it's something that we've done before that's worked. And, you know, you can't always go back to the same thing because, you know, for, and for many reasons, one may be that, you know, your body is 30 years older there are other mm-hmm. things going on. Mm-hmm. You may have more weight to remove at this point than you did 30 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, or less. Yeah. And I mean, I said to her, I even said to her, you know, if you think about, you know, where you were 20 years ago and what you weighed, wouldn't you love to weigh that now? But at that point, you wanted to be what you yeah. weighed 20 years before that, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's often the way. Yeah, we think about that and we're just like, wow, I just wish I was happy with the way I was then. Because <laughs> I would die to be that now. Like, <laughs> not me, but, you know, uh, yeah. and I know not you either, so. No, no, but there but many of us have, sure. have had that experience for sure. Yeah. Okay, I have to leave you with one more thing, Sandy, because it was the most delightful 20 minutes of my life. (laughs) Maybe not of my life, but of the recent several weeks. So, um, you know how when we stumble across Billy Blanks and his and his Tybo workouts, what what um a you know absolutely adorable and exciting and fun thing that was and like and his like he's just so enthusiastic and humorous and the way that he is and the way that he speaks and and the activity that he has you doing is like it makes you feel good without feeling like it's too intense but it's enough to like get your heart up and get you sweating a little bit get you moving but it's not like oh my goodness I'm gonna die like it you know it's it's just super fun super accessible okay so I found something that is just as fun and just as accessible and just as exciting and enjoyable and it's a youtube channel and the youtube channel is called zumba sulu s-u-l-u i'll put it in the show notes zumba sulu and it's this young guy like my guess would be he's in his early 20s and he's a zumba instructor I'm assuming, um, because that's what he does. Like, that's what he does. He does these little Zumba classes in his living room. You know, he's got all of this, like, furniture moved out of the way. And so there he is. And, like, there's a bookshelf and a fake plant and him. And he is so enthusiastic and, like, just, you know, giving it his all in his dancing. And he's an excellent dancer. But he's also very, very good at giving you like uh, 
physical nonverbal cues for what's coming up before it happens. So like, so you don't have to be very like you don't have to be very coordinated. You don't have to have ever done Zumba before. You don't have to be very good at choreography. Like none of those things. It's super, super easy. It's more than just walking, mm -hmm. but not much more. Okay. And he's, got, and he's got a bunch of different videos that are different lengths. There's one video that I think it's, I'll have to find the name of it. I think it's oh. like. It's retro called Re Retro something. Dance Workout 90s House Party. That's it. <laughs> retro Dance Workout 90s House Party. It's tw it's like 22, 21 minutes yeah. of 90s music. Everything from Backstreet Boys to the Spice Girls. Like, it was everything. I was just like grinning from ear to ear and singing along to some of the lyrics and like just, you know, zoombing away in my living room and just having the time of my life dancing away with this young guy and I would challenge everyone to look him up and do one of his videos. It was so fun. Okay, I have actually I think you've had me do one of his videos before because I I'm, might looking, have. I'm looking at him and he's and I see him with some girl and I think it was a one with a girl. Yes. I might have had you do one before because yeah. I just I just think he's adorable. And but this one in particular with the 90s music was everything for me. Oh, he's cute as a button too. Right? He really is. Yeah, he's very cute. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's just on, like, it's super easy. It's just yeah. on YouTube. I'll, uh, I'll include the link. It was so fun. Gotta do it. Does it, <laughs> does it count if I just sit in this chair wrapped in this blanket? <laughs> and watch him? No. I mean, this? you actually, it doesn't really count for getting yourself any extra activity, but it would brighten your day. <laughs> because you would okay. hear the music. You would see his cute little face dancing around. Mm -hmm. I see there's a 90 minute one. That's a little crazy, but it's a 70, 80s and 90s. Oh, I never even saw that. That oh. might be, that might be in my future. Mm -hmm. Why do I feel like this might be one of the Saturday? It might also be in your future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I am thinking. Bring it on. It's all good. <laughs> Well, if you are listening to us and you have tried one of the Zumba Sulu workouts, or if you do try it, let us know because I'm sure that you'll just love it. If you've, if you use copy, if you use the copy me that app, and if you really like it, or if you don't like it for some reason, we want to know about that too. Mm -hmm. And if you know how to pronounce Sandy's W sauce, please, <laughs> please help a couple of less than pronunciation intelligent women out and give us, give us the proper pronunciation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! Every day. I know. I know. You know. All right. <laughs> well, have a wonderful week. It's great speaking with you and seeing you as always. All right. <laughs> See ya. Bye.